Welcome to the Movies in the Black show. We interview creators about making a living in their fields. Movies is the main subject, but we also interview other creative fields as we believe there's a lot to learn from other industries. This specific episode, we have Ben Gibson and Liz Deering from Uninc, which is an organization dedicated to helping early stage innovators, entrepreneurs, and creatives get off their feet and get out of their heads and create something in a world where there just is too many other things going on, things are too expensive. I'll let them discuss that themselves and describe themselves because they'll do a way better job than I will. So let's welcome them to the show. So welcome to the show, Ben and Thanks for having us. Liz, yeah, thanks for coming on. Do you want to uh, give us a quick little introduction of, let's start with who you are, um, and then we'll talk about what you guys are doing. Um, I'm Liz Deering. I'm the co-founder of The Uninc. Been on this crazy journey for about three years with Ben, trying to create a new way for creatives and founders of all kinds to build a life around what they love and, you know, have freedom. So that's what we're super excited about. You're right, Ben. She's yeah. much better at describing that. Yeah. <laughs> every, every, time, every time I try to describe it, it's just like word vomit. Everybody's just like, huh? What? Well, here, you uh, let's see if I can tell you who I am and what I do. My name is Ben Gibson, and uh, I'm also the co-founder of The Unique. I've been working with Liz on The Unique for three years. Yeah, I'm super passionate about combining different resources for creatives and artists and uh, dreamers to help elevate their performance and have a a bigger impact culturally or socially. And uh, that's what we do here. It's part of what we do here at The Unique. Nice. You say that's part of what you do. What's kind of, what are some of the other things you guys are doing right now? Because I don't know. I've I've been totally out of the Yeah, lately. So uh, we've been operating the past uh, three years in the city with our program and we've worked with over 100 different entrepreneurs and uh, and we had an office in the city of Austin and we decided to move everything out to our nine acre piece of land out here outside of Austin to kind of start the development of our uh, of our property. Nice. And out on the nine acres, our our vision is to have this sanctuary for all types of creativity. So for people to build the visions out here. So we have um, the early beginnings of studio space. Uh, we have a hostel that we just opened literally today um, mm-hmm. where people can stay for month to month and work on their dreams. Today I was, well, two, I had two of our members out here at the same time today. So I, uh, I was able to kind of like talk to both of them and I was like, well, I had this idea go through my head. I was like, what is it that's going to make people really in like be attached to this idea? And I was thinking like deep emotional connections with people is what like people really crave. And if they can find that, and if you can find that here, I think people will come back. Absolutely. I mean, that's like no secret, but the secret is how people get that, you know, that's why festivals and stuff are so huge because people are craving that social bond. Although that's probably like the worst environment to connect deeply with people. Yeah, it probably is the worst. There's not very many hostels in Austin, actually, even though Austin seems kind of progressive. There's only like two, so. And, and the main the main purpose behind the hostel is so that we can kind of reduce the time that creatives are spending working jobs to sustain them, their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we're, uh, we're testing this out now that we're hoping that it creates more results in people's lives when they can spend more time on their work and live more affordably basically is what he's saying a couple hundred bucks a month on rent 
and then not have to work their full part-time job like 50 hours so yeah yeah i mean that's the reason i left austin was because i was paying uh i don't know twelve hundred dollars a month for rent uh to live right outside the city uh and well we're opening up it's time to come back <laughs> yeah well if i ever quit my job up here that's i'm currently working a day job to you know make things work but i like my day job though i do digital marketing during the day so that's like pretty sweet oh, yeah. but no that's really interesting I'm a, i i remember ben kind of talking about those kind of things whenever he was doing evolution and i think he was just he just had met you liz whenever i was down there so i, I met you once i think yeah i think uh, we met one time at like a backyard um evolution really party yeah oh, cool. yeah we did yeah 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 no and I, I think it's really awesome to see you guys like mix your vision together and kind of grow that and turn it into what what you are i really hope that it, it works out obviously um like, do you guys have anybody out there already? Yeah, we have uh, two members who are renting studio space from us, and we have one, the, our first hostel and studio space resident. So he's uh, staying here, uh, living here, and working here. So he just moved in yesterday. So uh, we're just opening up our next two hostel spots. So we have, we're pretty confident they're going to fill pretty quick. Nice. Yeah. No, I think it's a big need. I mean, that's what everybody that I've talked to so far for this show has been kind of on the artist end, you know, has been the artists that wish that they could dedicate more time to their, their craft and less time trying to pay their rent and pay their utility bills and all of that stuff that goes beyond. Well, and it's like for us, I think when, when you first, when I first met you, like, you know, we were, Ben and I were talking about like the overlap between evolution and like what I wanted to create, which is like, a, a path or, or a way to be free you know for people really big i think shared vision for us of like what happens if we create a space where people can just focus on their creativity and their passion and then like not be 100 percent bogged down by their bills what if they could actually create a life for themselves and have impact in their work and you know there's really no path to do that and, and so that's kind of been what we've been trying to make up this whole time yeah you know you can go to if you're if if you're 18, you're going, you're embarking on life. You can go to school because there's financing for it, right? You can get loans, you can get grants, you can just go do that for four years. You can uh, go to the military, you can go to work and get a job. But if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a creative or an artist, then uh, there's really no assistance. There's no system for you to get your to to get started, you know, to get your feet underneath you. So, right. Well, and it takes a long time as, yeah, and it as does. Talk, it takes a lot of failure. You're yeah. right. As I talk to more artists and myself included, like it's, it's compared to other business ventures or other career fields, you know, it can take people six years, 10 years to even get to like a point where they can even mm -hmm. begin thinking about making money as an artist. So even if they spend that four years in college, what do you do after that? Well, you're still trying to get to a point in your craft where you can make money with it. You don't get to do that in school either. You don't, I mean, they, they put you in a system where they test you and you learn what they teach you, but they don't put you in, in a, how would you say it? Like a systemless system. Like, no, like you don't they don't give you the freedom. Try that you need. and fail. And stuff. Yeah. And that's really important for creatives. Yeah. It's super important too, because you know, like when I was in design school, I found my own creative process, right? Like that was like the best thing about design school is finding your own creative process when you, how you perform, like where 
you need collaboration, like where you need critique. That's like the best part, but you don't learn the the entrepreneur version of that, which is like what we see people learning in, in the on Inc. is like what happens when you, you try your thing, you fail, you get back up again, try it again, like and get people involved in it. Like it's like a whole nother level of process. Yeah. That they're learning. And failure is not okay is not okay in school, right? Like, right. You can't fail a test. You're not supposed to fail a test. You're not supposed to fail a project. You're supposed to be successful at everything you do. So they're conditioning you in almost the wrong direction to be an entrepreneur. So that's why so many students, the students that we serve are just kind of like shocked by our methods and like confused. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, yeah, go fuck it up. You know, go try it. (laughs) Go fail. That's, I mean, Silicon Valley's figured that out, but the rest of the country is still kind of lagging behind on that philosophy. Yeah. Super true, yeah. The fail faster thing. We've sort of like introducing all the Silicon Valley concepts to like creatives and impact founders has been hilarious because they're just like, what does the tech world have to do with me? Right. Right. And then we start to like break down like rapid failure and iteration and stuff. And then they're like, oh, yeah, it does apply to us. And, and then we can make it our own. You know, it doesn't have to be like a, a technology product that you're rapidly trying. It could be anything. Right. Yeah, like an event or an art installation or anything. Do you guys have plans to, I mean, I know you're pretty early in developing the land. Do you have plans to scale it beyond that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our goal is to, to be the, to be the next option for humans to be able to pursue their passion. That sounds pretty dramatic, (laughs) but like, no, that's good. That's, that's, we want to be the, we want to be a household name where people think of the uninked when they're like, what am I going to do next? Well, I can, maybe I can go to the Unink and try being something unconventional, you know? And we want to, like, we envision having um, properties all over the country, like outside each major city that feels like it needs it, like not in the city right now. We're thinking more like versions of this, where it's like 30 minutes outside the city. We can make it super affordable for people. It's like kind of a escape from the hustle. And they can oh come. yeah, that's why I moved back out here. Yeah, right. Because I was tired of uh, the scattering of my brain from being around all of that stimulation all the time. <laughs> There's something different happens when you don't have all that like noise, right? Absolutely, yeah, and especially for people that are trying to think unlike everybody else, to not be around everybody else all the time is hugely beneficial. I mean, that's why. So many people, if you look back through history, that have been really innovative thinkers are people that spend a lot of time in nature or spend a lot of time by themselves. Plus, you got to deal with yourself when you go into nature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most people You're just like avoid that. <laughs> that's a really, like, under... I mean, uh, that's, like, a really underrepresented part of entrepreneurship or creative endeavors is the self-development part of that. Yeah, I think that, you know, we've been trying this versions of this for like three years now and that self-development piece is equally important to the professional development side you don't like if you don't gain confidence if you don't gain like self-awareness and like all these things that go into to building something then it doesn't matter if you're really amazingly skilled you still can't make a living off of it you know well like convince people to pay you for your work or like whatever that whatever the version of that is so we're always seeing people kind of go through both of those like building their business is happening, but also like getting more confident, being more ballsy, trying things like failing, quitting a job, like anything that leads to um, personal expression 
and then like confidence is, is what we want to see so and uh yeah and we're big believers at the the early stage at the earliest stage of entrepreneurship we think it's the majority of it is personal i mean it's mm -hmm. you do need a little bit of business skills here and there like to, to know what you're doing but i think we believe that it's the personal side of of growth that's the most important and that that the, who's underserved yeah because there's definitely a focus if you look at like all the accelerators and incubators and free day programs and everything out there like, if you look at all of those programs out there they all want you to have your shit together before you start like oh you know come to us with your business plan and your revenue model and your market size and all this stuff well you probably don't have that shit together if you're early stage and you probably won't get it together because you may not even think you can you know so it's like Basically, you're never going to get there past the next step. So our whole vision has been like, what if we serve the super early stage and help them build that confidence so that they will eventually be able to say, this is my business plan, my revenue model, my strategy, like all that. And also have like the personal growth in the back end to support it. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's huge. I think that there is definitely an underserved kind of segment there that is being missed with, I think the incubators is an, a good part of the system to build this country back up around entrepreneurs but it's definitely yeah. uh there's like a whole mindset thing of especially people that are come from lower income areas uh don't have the confidence that they can even envision themselves doing that absolutely. kind of thing absolutely and that's why yeah. that's why there needs to be a more accessible uh just a mainstream way to kind of like get into entrepreneurship at an early stage and there's not anything like it because especially for we're talking about minorities in this country it's uh it's important that we are thinking of what they need as well yeah not just telling them work harder and figure it out yeah no absolutely <laughs> yeah it's, it's just yeah, yeah, such yeah. bs right like there's a there's a lack of examples out there too like for people to look at to say hey like what could i become like what could my path look like especially for minorities, you know, like for women, people of color, um, anybody I feel like that doesn't really feel like they fit into the mainstream. It's like, well, who are the examples I can look up to to say like, I could do that, you know, like that's possible for me. So hopefully what we do is like create all these properties around the country, but also build all these examples as we, as we help people become successful so that people in the next generation have people to look at to say, that's totally possible, you know? So if people are interested in learning more about Uninc, um, do you guys have kind of social media website stuff that they can check out? Yeah, the Uninc. Theuninc.com is our website. Well, that's a Check us out on there, our social. Uninc Life is our handle on um, Instagram and Facebook. But most importantly, if they want to experience the Uninc, they can get a plane ticket, come out here, stay a few weeks with us and you know get their shit together or drive i'm gonna or drive down there to work on something you guys yeah, or drive over here yeah whatever work hitchhike what over here hitchhike yeah there you go grab a train you know yep. get, hop train. on the back of a real car yeah get a donkey i'm kind of joking but i'm kind of not too because i know plenty of people that are the kind of people that need something like that that totally would jump on the back of a rail car to get down there. <laughs> hey, they should come on down. We're looking for them. And uh, we, we're just putting all full force into this land project. So we're excited to see who shows up and anybody who's uh, interested, totally. we'd love to meet them. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Later down the road, I'll have you guys come back on so we can kind of 
talk again about where things have progressed since then and all that. Awesome. Also, because I just like having an excuse to talk to you guys because you're super inspiring. So, <laughs> good. We're totally down. Thanks so much for having us. Please subscribe and let us know what type of content, what questions that you really are dying to get answered, and we'll do our best to help you solve the problems that you're facing as a filmmaker. Thank you for watching Movies in the Black. Stay tuned for more. Thank you.